0: What's up, Dunwoody? My name is Matt Weber. I'm a local real estate agent with eXp Realty. Here's your quick real estate update. The sky it's not falling. The market's not crashing. This is absolutely not 2008. This is a slowdown, which in my view is actually great for the market. Buyers now have a better chance of getting a home and offers are starting to look more like pre-pandemic. The way that prices have kind of exploded over the last couple of years is absolutely unsustainable. It's still a seller's market, but has certainly become more balanced. If you'd like to talk real estate, hit me up, 404-502-8683. The podcast is brought to you by Village Orthodontics, Dunwoody's best teeth straightening organization. Have you ever thought about getting your teeth straightened? It actually wasn't on my radar when I met Dr. Brett. My teeth weren't that messed up, and I didn't really see the value in it. I've lived my whole life listening to people complain about having braces, and it it just wasn't worth it. But it's way easier and affordable than you'd think. I wore my Invisalign type for about a year, and it's made a huge difference. Uh, my teeth look better, but what's more important to me is that my bite actually fits together better. I always grinded my teeth when I slept, and that's gotten way better, which means there's you know less morning headaches, less jaw soreness. I've convinced my wife to get them, and she loves her results. Um, my oldest child is now getting the real braces soon. Dr. Brett, it just makes the process so seamless. I love the staff up there. It's really been a great experience all around. Set up a quick consultation with them, and I guarantee that you won't regret it. This episode is with someone special. Stephanie Cronmiller has turned every parent's worst nightmare into something so inspirational. I heard this awful story about her son Charlie passing away a while back, and I'm sure if you live in the area, you probably remember it too. While organizing this year's 4th of July parade, there were just so many people that mentioned this newly founded foundation called Charlie's Army. Stephanie and her husband, Eric, formed Charlie's Army to protect infants and young children who don't yet have voices of their own. And I was absolutely amazed at the community's response before, during, and after the parade. Uh, It's just really something special, and I knew that I had to have her on the show. So here's my conversation with Stephanie Cronmiller. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Here with Stephanie Cronmiller... I've had a whole bunch of people tell me that I needed to reach out to you and so that you can tell your story. You're nearby in Shambley, very close oh. to Dunwoody, but I feel like you've got a lot of roots here in Dunwoody.
1: I sure do. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about a little bit about like Dunwoody. What do you love about our city? You're so close to it.
1: I know. Well, what's not to love? The community is, you know, tight in it and supportive. It feels like a family. You can just go to the farmer's market at Brookrun. We love going up there. Oh, yeah. And just, it's really like a small town feel, but you have you know so much at your fingertips still. And, and it's growing. Yeah. So I really love that about Dunwoody.
0: Not growing as fast as Shambly, but growing.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. But we're neighbors. We're we're friendly, yeah. friendly neighbor town. So um, it's, it's- We
0: have like, it's a different- I don't know. A, a different plan, I guess, for our city. Like Chambly took all the apartments in and built like all the cool, walkable spaces and done yeah. what was like no apartments, no walking, just <laughs> biking and driving. That's all, I it, all we do. We,
1: we complement each other really well.
0: <laughs> That's true. very true. And we, um, you know, my wife grew up in Chambly. We talked about that a second ago and she, um, so we're in, in that area a lot and it's going to be really cool when they get like the old town all done. And,
1: oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I love the, it. Uh, my, my husband and I are friends. We frequent downtown Chambly a lot. We love blue top, big fan yeah. and uh frosty caboose, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're uh what's that one called South side or South, um, that one right there next to blue top. Southbound. No? about it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah. they have a
1: really cute uh, coffee shop upstairs as well. That's where actually my, our baby shower was for Charlie. Oh, really? Yeah. It was really, really awesome.
0: Oh, that's cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and what brought you to Chamblee? Where are you originally from?
1: I'm originally from South Florida. My <laughs> husband, Eric, he's originally from Gainesville, Georgia. Um, we went to Auburn together and, you know, naturally most of our friends, Moved to Atlanta after college, and you know, that's what, how we found ourselves here. But we moved to Shambly about four years ago, so we're newish, but have you know put our feet in the ground a little bit and gotten to know the area. So, yeah, my husband and I we had we got married in September 2019, and we're fortunate to be blessed with a boy
0: pretty, pretty quickly after. Him. Yeah. I was going to say 2000. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were very, very fortunate, um, to be blessed with Charlie. He was born September, 2020. So we had a, a pandemic baby. That was interesting. Um, but I always had the plan. I wanted needed to go back to work. And so we identified a daycare just off the road from our house in Dunwoody. Um, Unfortunately, you know, some things were happening there that were just poor choices. And Charlie was only there for a few weeks, um, four months old, he was put down for his nap face down and didn't wake up. Um, there were a lot of other things that were happening in the daycare. And as a result of Charlie's death that came to light. So it's, it's horrible, but you know, other answers are coming out of this. Yeah. And my husband and I are just we have a strong faith and we have always been, you know, looking for answers. You know, there's a greater message behind things. And as soon as we lost Charlie, we knew we had to do something to honor him and remember him and, you know, honor these children as well, who are affected by, you know, this incident that is ongoing. Um, So we started Charlie's army and, you know, right now the The mission is advocating for those children who are under the age of two, they don't know how to speak yet and come home and convey a message that I don't like the way I'm being treated, or, you know, they can't say at four months old, I, I'm not going to bed the right way. So it's about empowering parents and caregivers to make those safe choices, you know, the ABCs of safe sleep, alone in the crib, on their backs, in a clear space, um, you know, making those safe choices among all the other things beyond safe sleep. You know, right. um, we want to be an advocate for those children and those parents who know better because it's not all, it's not always about, they don't know better or they just didn't know at all. Sometimes there's what they call survivors bias where our parents or grandparents put us to sleep on our stomachs because at that time,
0: so it must be okay
1: us to do that. Right. The messaging changed and, you know, I, I can only link it to, uh, at one point smoking cigarettes was marketed as healthy, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, like many things, this is just one of those things that it's just, it's not safe. And there is, you know, pro- it's proven that it is so much healthier and, uh, decreases the risk of SIDS if they go to sleep on their backs. Yeah. So it's just, it's just one message that we are empowering people to make in, um, in favor of their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we have great plans. We've got lots of partnerships that we've made locally here in the community, but every day I feel like I'm getting a new partnership with local services, uh, to embrace our mission and, and help promote theirs as well.
0: Yeah. At the parade, it seemed like everybody knew you guys. You you really turned up at the wild.
1: It was wild um, because there were so many of us that we had our own army walking with us, you know, family, nieces, nephews, um, you know, handing out candy and koozies and postcards just of the messaging, you know, what is safe sleep and you know, as some of our friends were kind of lingering in the back and handing out things, they could hear, you know, the echoes of people saying, I heard about this story. I read about it in the news or yeah. I donated to Charlie's army. So you could pick up all of these sound bites of people saying those things. Uh, this one woman, she said with such conviction, she was like, we stand with Charlie's army. And I could like, I could have cried. Cause no. I just, it's, I mean, it's so sad how we are here today, but also what else am I going to do?
0: Yeah. You no know, have I, you I, ever have you ever done anything in the um, you know nonprofit? no you know?
1: <laughs> this is brand new to me. I have been in a creative uh, or sales position since I graduated school in 2010 so that seems like forever ago but I know I have no background in nonprofit. I just I grew up volunteering from time to time in soup kitchens or at the church uh, but not no, this is all new to me. Nothing
0: like this before. Yeah. It's like
1: (laughs) nonprofit for dummies is somewhere on my bookshelf.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I am assuming you've had this conversation, you know, a hundred thousand times at this point over the last year year and a half. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's tough every time. It's
1: it, you know, sometimes I feel like I just go into autopilot you know, sometimes it's, you know, this is a job. This is a message that I've committed to sharing and spreading. And that makes me feel good about if my story makes an impact on just one person, then it's worth it. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, but what else are you going to do?
0: Yeah. Well, you're doing something about it. That's what yeah. you know, protect yeah. other children. <laughs> At the same time. Um, so we actually, I think it was like maybe a week or two weeks ago. Um, we sat down with um, somebody at city hall and they were talking about trying to put together and I'm going to probably say this wrong, but I'm putting out the podcast. If you want to go back, it'll be the podcast before Stephanie's here. Um, but it's what they want to do is bring all the nonprofits in the area all into one building. Have you heard about this? No, California. yeah. And so, and so you guys could all be in one. I think they're going to pay for it actually. The, and everybody's going to be in this one building. So it'll be kind of like a, you know, with like um, technology hubs or what, what's that yeah. called, where a whole bunch of college kids get together and, you yeah. know, they, they all learn together. Um, it'll be kind of like that. So you can just like go next door and talk to another nonprofit. I'll try to find out some more information. You just
1: made my day. Yeah, it
0: (laughs) it does look, it looks pretty cool. It sounded, when he was describing it, we're like, wow, that's really, really neat. Because, you know, as starting a nonprofit, like you have no idea where to start. I'm sure you were watching YouTube videos and and trying to find anything that you could. Reading all the books,
1: networking. Networking is exactly what, you know, got us to this point and people Mm -hmm. just picking people's brains. I took a course at um, Plywood People, Down in in like downtown Atlanta, they have like a virtual class that is really for nonprofits or uh, programs that are selling products with a greater purpose. And it was like a go at your own pace course that I took when I initially started. And it's like, what is your message? Why is it you? Um, And that was really impactful. But uh also, you know, because would People is kind of like a similar concept where you come together and you can work from a workspace, but knowing that Dunwoody is going to have this, just you honestly made my day. I'm so yeah, I'll
0: I'll find out some more information to get it. To yeah. You. Um, but yeah, that I think that would be really neat because there's so anyway, especially for a podcast host like myself, just show up there and interview like three or four different yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, nonprofits. Sure. Um but yeah, I, I think that would be really cool. Um So where do you, I mean, where do you see this going? Like, how do you, and how do you like reach out? How do you find, you said safe sleep is, is one of them. How do you find like, what is that a nonprofit or is that a, what is that?
1: There's a number unfortunately there are a number of nonprofits that are advocating safe sleep practices because they have similar stories to mine, you know, daycare setting as well. Um, or their own, you know, just negligence or accidental, you know, right. there's, uh, there's a nonprofit that was started by a man who is in the medical field himself. Like he knows better. However, he just was tired and he fell asleep with his baby. Yeah. And baby. Ultimately suffocated and, you know, again, inspired to start a nonprofit and it just exists out there. And so when we started it, you know, the focus right now is just advocating that safe sleep practice. But of course mm. we want to, you know go into different avenues of safe or infant advocacy you know what what new parent like myself what questions did you have like
0: oh i had a million of them
1: what do i put in my nursery and why not and what products are safe what products are recalled so if you follow charlie's army and you just go to who i'm following I, I limit it to accounts that any new parent might want to follow. So, you know, okay. Kids in Danger is a nonprofit where it shares product recalls or Safe Infant Sleep is another nonprofit that at, constantly is putting out um, material of how to advocate for safe sleep. So we, we all support each other and we have networked with each other, um, those safe sleep nonprofits. Um, but beyond that, you know, what, what else can I do to take care of my baby and myself, you know, postpartum anxiety is something that I suffered with in the initial, you know, few months of Charlie being alive.
0: A lot lot of people do.
1: Yeah. And, and it's something that like we should be advocating for. And, you know, I learned that dads can have postpartum anxiety and depression as well, because this is impacting their life. And so there's a lot of different things, topics that we can cover to, um, promote the mental health, you know, um just awareness and support for parents to take care of their children and, and create the best environment for them. So, I could go on for hours about what I would want to do and it's just in phases, but you know, uh, we are partnering with several businesses around the area of of how you can take care of your children from prenatal to postpartum, you know, infant pediatric Uh, compass chiropractics is somebody I just met with a couple of weeks ago for my own benefit. And I'm thinking, how can I integrate this with Charlie's army? You know, they're just down the street in Dunwoody. They focus on prenatal, postnatal and pediatric chiropractics. Like you don't even think about a one week old going to a chiropractor Yeah. (laughs) or hiring a night nurse, what that can do for you. Like, you know, if you have the funds or put it on your baby registry to have your community support you in that way um, postpartum doulas. So there's a number of resources that I didn't know my first go round, um, spoiler alert, I am pregnant (laughs) with our second, which is, um, really exciting. Another blessing is another boy and he is due in September. So the timeline of it all is really, uh, feels kind of like a repeat, Mm -hmm. uh, do over Charlie's birthday was September 26th. He was due on his due due date, time like a great perfect baby boy uh and this one is due september 17th so it's a little wild uh and i i recognize the child the challenges that we are going to be up against in the next few months but in doing that i'm finding all these resources and thinking for myself how can this be beneficial for other new parents new moms yeah that might come to charlie's army for for help as well
0: yeah. Have you found a lot of companies that have also like for-profit companies that have reached out? I know that you were auctioning or not auctioning off, but giving away something for, you know, it was like people that liked and followed the page. Oh, yeah. Um, you so did it for the parade. We, we
1: have partnered with Halo Sleep Sacks. They, they have given us, you know, a, a nonprofit membership with them or account so we can uh, be able to provide those safe sleep sleep sacks. Mm-hmm. And we gave away a bassinet uh, as a as an uh, uh, an item from the Fourth of July parade. You know, if you follow us and just comment, you know, what are you doing to practice safe sleep? Then you can win a, a bassinet. They're, they've been a great supporter to us. Also, Love to Dream Swaddles is another great safe sleep option. They've partnered with us. We just donated fifteen hundred swaddles to Northside, so that everyone who attends, um, there's three or four um birth classes like birthing classes Beforehand, breastfeeding classes yeah if you go to the mother's first program that's offered through northside you'll get one of those sleep sacks with a card about charlie's army and you know what what it is and what's the mission of safe sleep yeah um
0: it's a yeah. good reminder i mean it's, yeah. it's like this can happen you know and so yeah
1: unfortunately it can happen whether you know i had done the moms on call thing i did abc's like i I followed every rule. I'm a rule follower, but yeah. you never know what's happening. And, and there's only so much that I can control, but you can have those conversations. They might be difficult, but we want to be able to help you feel comfortable in having those conversations with people.
0: Yeah. Have you met a lot of people that have had the you know, similar thing happen to them?
1: As far as like their child passing in their sleep. Right. Yeah. Through like the, I mean. Yeah. Through the nonprofit field. Um, and the other people who had started them, mm. yeah, it's really sad, but yeah. not, not, um, just in passing, like I started this not nonprofit and someone saying, oh, my son passed the same way. It's usually other people who have a similar missions, right? Which I guess is a good thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a good thing, but
0: I mean, you can turn a, a horrible thing into something good. And uh, I think yeah. this is, I mean, you, I saw the way that people reacted during the parade, and it was definitely turned into a positive thing.
1: Yeah. Really cool. And, and nowadays, too, you want to be careful because you don't want a mom shame. You don't want people to feel, you know, bad about the decisions that they're making if they work for them. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a fine balance of being supportive and not condemning or you're doing this wrong. You're not doing right. it. Okay. But you know, just making sure everyone knows these are the safest choices for you and your family. And, and we hope that you make them because bad things could happen. Doesn't mean right. they're going to, but they could. And here's a way to lessen that risk.
0: Yeah. What's coming up with Charlie's army.
1: All right. So um, October 7th, we're having our second annual Charlie's army golf tournament at country club up in John's Creek. Um, we're returning there Uh, last year was a huge success. We raised over $140,000 between between the event and the silent auction. Uh, it was incredible. Um, again, for first time I had, my bar was set low. I'm like, you know, if we can make like $30,000, I'd be so happy. Yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking. (laughs)
1: And I was just blown away by the support that we received from, you know, the club itself, the members of the club, the community, um, just everywhere. It it was an outpouring of support. And so the bar is, is set real high for this year, but we're really excited. We've already sold over halfway to our goal in sponsorships.
0: Um,
1: and we are benefiting again, children's healthcare of Atlanta. They're strong for life. Child advocacy program. They have several pillars that they focus on, and the one that we're benefiting is their safe sleep program, where they are uh, pushing out messaging through social media, their um, website, videos that promote safe sleep practices as well.
0: Yeah, hey, combining with big businesses like that, I think they're the way to go. That's yeah. Ch- Children's has quite a reach.
1: They do, and that team is just—they're amazing. I have gotten pretty close to to all of them. They're. Um, so supportive, and with uh, the donation that we've made, we, we're also able to get a Mother's Room dedicated to Charlie's Army Foundation. That will be in the new hospital building, okay, uh, over on Druid Hills. So
0: that's um, where my wife works, actually. No way. Yeah, she works at the little building next to it.
1: Yeah, that that uh, like their corporate office building. Right, right. Yeah, that's where the Strong for Life team is as well. I've been there; it's gorgeous. Um, yeah. So they, they've given us that opportunity on the first floor, whenever it's done, um, it'll be next to like the cardiac wing and the emergency room. And it'll be the mother's room where you can go and have some quiet time and and breastfeed if you choose in private, where it says, you know, in dedication to Charlie's army foundation. So our community helped us get that. Uh, We're so excited. We're going to be able to go and see um, the model of what it'll look like. The actual hospital itself. So.
0: That's really neat. I mean, everybody's going to remember Charlie. Everybody's going to remember that name. That's
1: yeah. Yeah. I hope so.
0: Yeah. Leading up to that, reach out to me. I'll try to get some, some, you know, gift cards, that kind of thing for the the silent auction. I can try to help with that.
1: Thank you so much. I'd appreciate it.
0: And so uh, everybody, there's so many people in Dunwoody, you know, I think almost everybody around remembers when this happened. And so it's, you know, it's nice to hear that something good has come from it, that you're doing okay. And Yeah. Pregnant again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Here here we are. I mean, there's, there's so much to unpack there, but I am so grateful for the support of the community. And that's why I was so excited to be a part of the Woody parade and see the faces of the community that heard about us, supports us hearing that roar of we support Charlie's army. I donated, but that just, it was really heartwarming, you know, in such a, a tragic dark storm mm. um, to see to see the light. So,
0: and you've only been a nonprofit for a year and a half. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy <laughs> that that many people know about it. Because I've Charlie, been hearing about yeah, it for the last Charlie six passed, months.
1: He passed February twenty twenty one, and I got started right away. We launched in the summertime and got our five hundred one c three in December. So, a year and some change, maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, that's really quick. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I mean, that's awesome that it's, it's gone so well. And, um, you know, I, something positive has come from such a a horrible accident.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Everybody speaks very highly of you. So I've had so many people tell me to reach out to you. So it was really nice to get to talk to you.
1: I know. Finally.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks.